Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Tez back with another episode of Animated Misfits. Um, this is another episode once again of what I'm calling my rant cast, where I'm just having people come on and just rant about whatever they feel like ranting on because people just need a release sometimes and they just need to talk about what's going on and what's making them upset. So today, once again, we have Jasmine Lewis. Say what's up to the people. What's good, y'all? Your girl is back. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know y'all love my episode. I'm probably the most, the best storyteller out of everybody, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, but we're going to let the stats talk about that, you know, whatever the stats may be. I, mean, I don't know how this works. Been popping, See? <laughs> y'all love me the people love me yes now follow me on instagram like i was supposed to do and hit her sister up with some commissions because she needs some money thank Yo, you Lord, don't we, oh, i'm just shoot. saying <laughs> well we'll 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 get to you leaving your instagram and stuff at the end of the episode mm-hmm. but today um <clears throat> so i hit jasmine up the other day and asked her about this see what she wanted to rant about you know what's going on what's good in the hood and one of, one of the things which she might have more to talk about, but she wants to talk about customer service. Y'all know and it. as long as you did not grow up in a wealthy family where you got everything handed to you on a silver spoon, mm-hmm. and you know you had to work because you know your family your your family didn't give you all these bonds and have all these funds and stuff, and you was you was going to Paris and whatnot when you were sixteen. Mm. <laughs> mm. Shoot. <laughs> then you have to struggle like the rest of us. And ain't 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 no struggle worse than the worse than the customer service struggle. Ugh. Worse. The worst. Uh, ain't it though? It's just horrible. Shoot. So <laughs> can I go in now? Or you are you are you done? Oh, go on, bro. Okay, so I don't know if anybody remembers, but in my last episode, which might have been a couple episodes ago by now. I mentioned that my first job was at McDonald's and honestly, it was just a hot mess because I am an introverted person. I'm pretty chill. I don't have beef with too many people. Honestly, it's too much work to have beef with people. I'm just like, you don't like me? I don't care. I don't know you. So whatever. But anyway, Everybody who's ever worked customer service probably knows what the heck I'm finna talk about. You know, them people who come up and be like, you you work in the drive-thru, right? And old boy come through and be like, can I get uh can I get a, a uh uh and just be sitting there and I, and I I really didn't care at McDonald's. Like my first my first year or two. I did care. I was there for four years, y'all. Four long, painful years. Only because I had to try to pay for my college tuition. But we'll get to that later. But um, when I first started, like I said, I was pretty meek. And people would pretty much walk over me. Um, but after about year three, I was like, no more. No more. And I came from up north where, you know, people were kind of rude or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm rude. But working the drive through made me realize how slow Southerners talk. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Like, it was just amazing. I never realized how slow they talk until I got to McDonald's. I'd be like, you know, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? 
or whatever. And like I said, they'd be like, uh, can I get a, uh, and they'd be sitting there for five minutes. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know this trick on order a number one. Number one is the big pack. I know this trick on order a number one with a large coat. Bet. My finger hanging up. My finger is literally hovering over the number one button. I already done got <laughs> half his order finished, right? I got the medium coat and the, and the I'm just waiting to finish. Two minutes later, he's like, I cannot get a number one. I'm like, mm, knew it. Stupid trick. But oh. whatever. It's simple. It's easy. I'm just mad you had me sitting there for three minutes just so you can order the most basic thing on the menu. I'm like, okay, well, it's just the worst. And then, you know, I pull them around, whatever. But once once I finally got good at the job, it was just mindless. Because, you know, when you first start a job, you got to learn to actually pay attention and try to be nice. But it's like, because you go in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you know, trying to do your best, trying to, you know, impress the boss. And then you realize no, everything, is crap. <laughs> everything is crap. Everybody's fake. Nobody cares. Everybody's stealing nuggets every five minutes. Nobody mm. cares. <laughs> it's like you just walk by, pull off the tray, grab a nugget, keep it moving. You know? I'm like, okay, I see how it is. So just I don't even know what else to ugh. customer service just stresses me out. Um, because I don't like talking to people anyway. So when I have to like listen to people talk and then they be coming up to me complaining about stuff, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, uh, yes, I so feel you on that. It's the worst. Like, like and I, I did good. I was a good worker. Wait, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say, like, it's, it, it'd be so hard to even try to pretend to care about people's problems. <laughs> like, you, you just don't. <laughs> like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Once I get to my Starbucks part of my um customer service, I got a whole thing about that. A whole thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. But my main, I mean, the customers were pretty garbage at McDonald's because, you know, uh, they're all pretty much, you know, working people who are trying to just get a quick meal and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, the people at Starbucks, you know, people who come to Starbucks probably have money. They coming through in BMWs and stuff. The people who come to McDonald's probably in your old 92 Ford truck. You know, Dang. that's fine. I'm just saying because a cup of <laughs> um, pay for a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you can get a whole freaking meal at McDonald's for the same freaking price. And a pie. And a freaking apple pie. Good lord. That's how much expensive that freaking coffee is. But anyway, I'll get to Starbucks later. Back the rats behind McDonald's. That place was garbage. I hated it. Only stayed there because I had to and it was easy work. Um my main issue besides the customers, uh, was the management. Management was terrible. We had one good manager. His name was Rick. I'll always remember Rick. He was basically the Superman of the store. And if we needed something done, Rick would get it done. And if he wasn't there, every day was just just madness. It's like nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody could delegate tasks. It was just like, oh, my God. And I'm just in the back. In back drive through taking orders, you know, and sketching and stuff. I'm back there with my music on. I got my, my um, shoot my headphones up under my shirt so nobody can really see it. So I'm taking orders and also listening to like Migos while I'm in the back. 
I'm so done with you. I'm used to me going to take drive through. I be listening to Disney songs. I be listening to show tunes. I be listening to whatever I want because oh my I'm, here, I'm like, I'm not going to be killing myself working for y'all and y'all going to treat me like crap. I'm not going to sit here and do that. And it's just, no. And I know when I first started working there, one of the managers actually got on my nerves so bad because like, <sighs> rewind. When I get frustrated, I start crying. I don't cry because I'm sad. I cry because I'm upset and angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this actually happened to me in my early years at freaking McDonald's. One of the managers who isn't there anymore, he was a younger guy. And I'm, I'm pretty freaking new. I'm on front counter and it's busy. And obviously I'm not moving as fast as I should be moving. And this nigga come up behind me, probably, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know he kept fussing at me. And like, you have to keep up. You got to do this, that, and this. And legit, I just got so frustrated. (laughs) I had to walk off the floor in the Mm. middle of an order. I literally had to walk off the floor, go to the bathroom, and like cry. Because I was just so frustrated and so disgusted. I hated the place already. Things were stressful. It was my first job. And this man is just treating me like crap. It's like seven is not worth this. It's really not. But I really want to graduate and I need money for books. Five hundred dollar books that I'm only going to use for ten weeks. Oh my God. Lord. Oh, the struggle, man. I cannot I just ugh. It was the worst. Going back to slow talking southern southerners, uh, you had brought this up, Montez, before we started recording. About the the potato cake guy. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about potato cake guy back at McDonald's. I I often worked, you know, the service part. I never worked like the grill or anything. Even though I would have killed that too, because I was good at all positions. I was like the best. Just saying. But anyway, so coming from up north, I didn't really know the lingo of the South. You know, by by then, by the time I had started McDonald's I might have been in in Georgia maybe I don't know six years maybe five years I don't know but anyway I'm working the morning shift you know breakfast whatever and the dude comes up in his slow southern drawl you know saying probably saying can I get a McMuffin meal with a small cup of coffee and a a extra order of potato cakes (laughs) and that's how you potato cakes I would like an order of potato cakes. And I'm like, in, in the back of my head, I'm like, what the hell is a potato cake? <laughs> I've never heard anybody call <gasps> That's what he wanted. He wanted an order of hash browns. Hash browns. He just wanted the, the $2, $4 hash browns. He called it potato cake. And it literally <laughs> took me like my brain a half second for the synapses in my brain to come together and be like, oh, you mean Hash browns. Okay, I got you, sir. Pull around to the window. You better than me, cause I would have never figured it out. I was like, excuse me. You want a what? Can you repeat that, please? Right. Like what? What it look like? <laughs> right. What that look like? Can you show me what that is? Cause I surely don't know. It was probably some older white southern good boy, good old boy. Telling me that mess, cause ain't nobody gonna talk about no potato cake. Like what? Mm-mm. 
And another thing is the way they say Coke. The way they say Coke just really bothered me because in the headset, you can hear all of the like, just all the wetness in people's mouths and how they're breathing and stuff. And it's annoying. I hate that stuff. I have a very sensitive, like, you know, sense of hearing. I hate smacking noises. I hate it. It drives me nuts. But the way some people say Coke, they just have that hard K sound. Like, Coke. <laughs> Can I get a lot of Coke? And I'm like, Coke. <laughs> like, no. Can you just say Coke? You want a Coke? You want a soda? Like, don't. No. It's just, it's terrible. It's terrible. I hated it. I wish I could really, you know, show you guys how bad it sounds. Because I'm probably not doing the sound justice. But anybody who works in fast food service and has to work the window and listen to people talk all day, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know the struggle of having a super like like cotton mouth just saying the same thing 500 times a day. Hey, can I take your order? Hey, can I take your order? Will that be all? Can you repeat that? Was that a number two with a side blah, 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 blah? And it's like, legit, you got mad cotton mouth like after you smoke like a good blunt or something, you know you how you get mad cotton mouth. You don't smoke Montez, but <laughs> I'm sure people out there who do smoke understand sometimes you get cotton mouth. And it's like, yo, what the heck? I need like five gallons of water. But yeah, it's just ugh. <sighs> Have I told you any other like stories that I'm missing from my ratchet days? No, never mind. I know what I'm finna talk about. I'm finna talk about this nigga K. Oh, please. Don't forget him. Hold up. Let me, let me, you know, take my earrings out, you know. Oh, my God. I don't wear a weave. I'm all natural, but if I had a wig, I would snatch it off just in case. Lord. So, some of y'all might remember, if you've been following this lovely podcast, I had mentioned my terrible, toxic, super gay manager, Kay Patterson. I don't have anything against gay people. I love them. I mean, if you're good to me, I'll be good to you. I'm like, I don't judge. You know what? If you want to go have sex with a man and then have sex with two women the next day, that's your prerogative. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't care. But I just want everybody to know that this guy was like one of the worst gay people ever. Like, you know how you have just, you know, those super, I'm not even going to get into that because I might be hurting somebody's feelings and people sensitive. But anyway, um, what can I say about this man? I hated him since day one. Because he was the dude who hired me. He was the hiring manager at the McDonald's. And I had to call him to, you know, set up interviews and stuff. And he just always seemed, I understand that you're busy and you don't have a lot of time to talk. But there's no reason to just be like, okay, yeah, whatever, come in. I'm like, no. He said that? I mean, he didn't say those exact words. I don't remember anything this nigga ever said to me, honestly. And I don't yeah, really, I don't care what he had to say. Like, you know, especially my first couple years there, I was just kind of took it. It's like, you know, I didn't really talk much at work. It takes me a real long time to get comfortable with people, depending on the environment, really. And that was an environment that just took super long for me to get comfortable you know, being myself in. Because, you know, basically everybody who's there is just working for, like, trying to get some Jordans or whatever. Not discounting yeah. the people 
were actually there to try to better themselves. But y'all know what it is. So Faye was just the worst person ever. I say I've never hated anybody in my life. I dislike people a lot. But this man I literally hated with every fiber of my being. This man could be in the middle of the street, broken leg. Would I help him? It would be a very hard choice. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would ah. Jasmine, it's been like three years. You got. <laughs> I don't know. You still not going I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess I call nine one one. Somebody's uh, got a broken leg in the middle of the street. Y'all coming? Great. And I will keep going. Low key. There's nothing I can do anyway. I called 911. That's as much as I can give you. Only because I'm a moral person and I'm pretty nice. But like this man was just, he just thought he was God's gift to the world. He thought everybody else sucked. He was just like, I can't even find the words, y'all. I can't even find the words right now to describe how. He was he he was despicable. Absolutely despicable. Despicable. <laughs> Incorrigible. The mm-hmm. worst. Like, like honestly, y'all, just to chime in, Jasmine is not she's not even over exaggerating even slightly. Mm-hmm. Because um as y'all may remember from Quentin's podcast, Quentin was the one that kinda of put me and Jasmine on this job. Yeah. And as an example, I remember, um, I think Jasmine had already got the job first, so I had one for an interview to, you know, try to get there as well. And then when, when Jasmine said that this man is rude from the jump to people that he does not even know, mm-hmm. like, he'd be on some other stuff. Because I remember going to my interview there, and this was my very first interview ever, any job ever in my life. So I was unaware that you needed that you, I guess, need to have a pen during an interview. So I just went dressed up all nice and I was ready to go. <clears throat> this man looked me in my eyes. Well, I, I guess we had to sign some sheet or something like that. And I didn't have a pen. He's like, you ain't got a pen? Why would you come to, why would you come to an interview without a pen? That Trash. was very smart or just something like that. And I'm just like, I'm like, Trash. nigga, who is you talking to? <laughs> First of all, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, you know, like, like like Jasmine said, like, you know, trying to make some money. You're also new to a situation and you're just, you know, trying to stay calm or whatever. So during this whole altercation, well, not altercation, it's not one I like, it wasn't like it was cussing each other out. But <clears throat> towards the end of it, apparently I also had to have my social, social security card, which I thought I didn't have. So I went outside, I was going to go home or something like that, you know, to get it. Maybe, because I, I, I already wasn't really seeing eye to eye with him, but I went outside, figured out that I had it in my wallet the whole time, so I go back inside. And I think Quentin was there. I'm, I'm not sure if you was there, Jasmine. I, I, I can't remember if you, had, like, if you were working that day or not, but I think Quentin was there. Maybe. No. Anyway, so I went back in, and I see him standing there. And I pull out my uh, Social Security card. I was like, oh, I found it, so we can finish this up. And he's just looking at me, so he was like, he's like, so you want me to stop what I'm doing right now and come over there and just finish this interview? And I'm just looking at him like, and I and I gave him the look, and like the the like the whole face, like the whole body gesture, like yes, nigga, you like you, 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 you went on this whole tirade talking about so I ain't got my damn social security card and I got it, so you better take ass over here so you can fix the situation. Yeah. 
And, and he's just looking, he's just like, mm, well, this attitude that you're giving me already is not working. Like, mm, Jasmine. Preach! <laughs> Jasmine. Are you lying? <laughs> it was about to be on and popping at that moment. Boy. Like, like, honestly, y'all, my, my, my dad is, is a very... <clears throat> pacifist person you know he 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 doesn't get angry almost ever but this man was so despicable that when when i went outside to tell my dad about the experience that i had my dad was almost ready to bows. <laughs> <laughs> so yes when jazza says he is horrible he is horrible do not listen to nuts nuts when that mess quentin was trying to lie about uh-uh. it's horrible no. see quentin just loves everybody he really do. Like one of the purest people that I know. I'm like, boy, how have you not been corrupted by life? <laughs> I don't right? understand. Like, I literally don't understand. That's why I love him so much because I'm very cynical. <laughs> we definitely yin and yang because I'd be like, nah, don't get that nigga nothing. And couldn't be like, well, you don't know his story. I'm like, I don't need to know his story. <laughs> I made one. Right. Fine. Right. Oh, Shoot. my God. Oh, he's great, though. Oh, yeah. Back to this stupid nigga, K. Speaking <laughs> of your interview, my interview was a hot mess because I had had a couple interviews before. It hadn't been my first interview because I had interviewed at like Chick fil A and stuff, whatever. And our interview was actually in the play place. And, of course, in the freaking play place, there are children, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't question anything because I'm like, maybe this is just how they do it. But, you know, whatever. And so we're sitting kind of in the corner. And, of course, there are a couple people in there with their children. And as we're having the interview, this man is just seems just so disgusted the whole time. Like, he's sitting there just like groaning and rubbing his temples and not even looking. He really I'm like, and I'm here trying to be professional, you know, answer his questions and stuff. And he's still giving me a little bit of attitude because apparently he's agitated by these children. I'm like, well, nigga, if you don't want to be agitated by children, maybe we should have had this interview in the back room, in the office. Maybe even in the freaking, you know, lobby where there are less people right now you know because it, it might have been like 11 o'clock in the morning you know it's not quite lunchtime so it's pretty empty so it would have been fine if we had the freaking interview just sitting at a booth instead of having it in the freaking kids place but no this nigga wants to just sit there and suffer and I'm just sitting here like oh okay you know this little what woo, how old was I like 18 like, uh, like okay yep. you know, and I'm just I'm just so like I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know what to do it was just terrible <laughs> but you know eventually we finished the interview I don't know what happened afterwards and apparently there was a group interview afterwards like the next day but that was nothing because there were more of us and then I started working <laughs> Like, that's, how that, that's not how it was with mine. Oh my god, it was just ugh, the worst. And for a while, for a while, Kay had transferred stores, and it was like a whole new world for me. It might have been my second or third year in, and for some reason, he transferred stores, and I don't know why. But we got another guy, and 
I was just like, oh, maybe, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. And when that nigga came back, I'm like, oh my god, the devil is back. The devil is alive. <laughs> he is alive. But why did he come back though? Why did he come back? I don't know. I think because um, he might have been training to be a store manager or something. He did eventually become a store manager, I think, because he was assistant store manager mm -hmm. when I was there. And I'm not entirely sure what the situation was. He was he was gone for a minute, and then he decided to come back. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. But, but by then, you know, I wasn't green anymore. You know, I was like, you know, I was comfortable where I was. You know, I'm, you know, anybody going to just talk any old kind of way to me by now? So, you know, um. Shoot, what else? I'm, I need to work up to my final days at McDonald's where I cussed this man out. Ooh. I'm just trying to figure out if there was anything else in between. Because like I said, I didn't really talk to him. Like, I would come in and I would greet everybody, you know. And when Kate would talk to me, I was just like, mm-hmm, yeah. But everybody else, I would be cool with. I'd be like, buddy, buddy with him. Like, yo, what's up, boy? You know, what's up, my nigga? You know, because everybody there was basically black, so I could call everybody nigga. I'm like, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. My, my one homegirl, Sandy, you know, she was like my honorary, like, my honorary black girl. Like, <laughs> she was white, but, you know, she was like, she wasn't like that. Oh, my God, Becky, wow, look at my nails, type white, you know? She was like, she was cool. You know, she was still kind of awkward, but I was like, you know what, girl, you don't, you're the only one that I will allow to be like, that's my nigga. You're the only one. And that's a, that's a, big <laughs> deal. That's a pretty freaking big deal. If you, if a black person allows another white person to be like, that's my nigga. That's like, yo, what else do you need? Y'all basically blood now. So that was the only person I ever did that with, honestly. I don't know where she at now, but I hope she's doing all right. She was a sweet lady, just in a bad, bad situation. Well, but anyway, happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just felt so bad for her sometimes, but you know, it is what it is. Um. Anyway, like I said, I'd be buddy buddy with everybody. I'd be like, "Hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? Talk to Kay. I ain't got nothing to say, to that boy. I ain't got nothing to say. He would try to talk to me. I don't want to say anything to him. I really did not. I just, I did not want. To anything to do with him. I would not look at him. I'd walk right past that boy when I'm going into the back room trying to get french fries to restock the fridge and stuff. I ain't got nothing to say to him unless it was something about like requesting time off or something to do with like my paycheck. That's the only time I would, you know, talk to him willingly. Mm. You know. And that went on for like I said, about four years. It, it might have been it was maybe like three years and some months. But anyway, um, fast forwarding to, you know, my last year at Starbucks, my last year at college. Um, I had mentioned this story in the last episode that I was on, but now I can actually go into this story. So um, here we go. Let's get ready for a wonderful ride, children. It's going to be wonderful. So usually I worked on the weekends. So, um, it might have, I used to work mornings, usually work like eight to four or six to two or whatever. So I come in, you know, everybody's already working. Breakfast is starting up probably like eight o'clock. I come in, clock in, put my stuff in the back, 
come back up, grab a headset, because I'm on front drive-through this time because there were two drive-throughs. Um, so I'm on front drive-through this time, and honestly, I liked front drive-through the best because one, I only I didn't have to like physically interact with customers for one thing. All I had to do was take their order and like make coffees. That's all I had to do. It was great. And so I get there and I'm taking my position, you know, I'm probably taking some orders, whatever. And maybe like 10 minutes in, you know, Kay is up front running orders, you know, bagging food and, you know, passing it out. And just being ratchet ass Kay, just being himself, just the most, the most. And he wasn't talking to me per se, but, you know, being in that area, you hear everything everybody says. So I'm not entirely sure what he was saying, but I'm sure he was talking down or talking rudely to someone about something stupid. And I don't remember exactly how this went down. I just remember saying something, not necessarily to him, but like in his direction. Because the way it was set up was my back was to him because the register I was on was facing the front of the store and, you know, Kay was facing the back of the store because he was facing the grill area and that's where you have to back pick up and grab the food. So he must have heard me say something probably, how am I, no, I know what happened. I remember now. This is what Mm. happened. This is what happened. He said something, and I like groaned super loud. I might have been like, "Oh my god!" Like, I might have done something like that. I might have sighed or something. And this nigga gonna turn around talking to me, talking about some. You can take that attitude home if you got something to say or something along those lines. This is very much paraphrased, not exact words, but y'all get the gist. So I groaned super loud, and he turns around. And just talks in his super like annoying way, like if you got something to say, you can just say or you can go home, something like that. But either way, he threatened to send me home, and so I was just over it. I was so over it. I was at the end of my rope with McDonald's. I had been there for three years. I was one of their best workers, and I had also grown personally. Like I grew a, a t- much tougher shell at McDonald's. Because if I hadn't, I would have gone under. I might have been went home and slipped my wrist or something, y'all. Like for real. Like, <laughs> you know, I was eighteen. I didn't drink the law. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. So what else could I do? I could go home and cut my wrist, but I didn't. I condone that. And if you do do that, please find help. But like by. By this time in my McDonald's timeline, I had just, I was over it. I was done. And so he said that to me. He said I could go home and legit, I had only been there 10, 15 minutes, no more than a half hour during breakfast rush. And you know what I did? I took off my headset. I put it down and I was like, okay, then. And I walked to the back, grabbed my stuff, clocked out. That's surely what I did. My stuff. And I was coming back. I was walking back to the front of the store. I had my stuff in here ready to go. And this man, Kay, stops me on the way out. He's like, 
hold on. He probably said something like, hold on, let me talk to you for a second. Like, wait, or something. We need to have a discussion or something like that. So, you know, I'm like, okay, then. Because by now, I'm like heated. I'm like, I don't care about you. So why we got to talk about like nothing. Right. But, you know, I still, you know, respect his um, authority as my manager. I don't respect him as a person. He sucks. But since he's my manager, I'd be like, okay, yeah. So I'm probably in the back office waiting maybe like five minutes or so because he was still up front working and, you know, running food. So he couldn't just stop. So he comes back maybe like five minutes later and we're just, and the back office is super tiny. It's like only standing room only. And there's just a bunch of stuff on a desk and it's just me and him. There's no door. It's completely open. So whatever we got to say, everybody's probably going to hear if you're in the back. And I didn't really give two flips. And so I guess the conversation was something like, you know, what's going on, Jasmine? Why are you acting this way? You know, blah, blah, blah. Crap that I didn't care about because it was coming out of his mouth. Yes. What the flip do you care? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Yes. And so I proceeded, you know, let loose. Like, at this time, like, I've been, I've been holding back these thoughts. And now since you asked, I'm like, oh, since you asked, I'm like, I just went in. I went in on that man that day. I don't remember what Go off. I did. I did. And it felt real good. You know, my, my hands were shaking. I was like, I was like, I was on 10, bro. I was, I was lit. Yes. <laughs> like, rush was like, yes, I did it. Like how it went was, you know, I, I was like, you know, why I was, Words come to me. <laughs> um, you know, you're just you don't have to talk to people this way. Like you, you. It depends on how you say. It. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And you just treat everybody here like crap. Like you're better than everyone. You're. I told him he's just the the biggest thing I remember telling him is that he was a very toxic person. And anytime he was around, it was just like this dark aura. And it just brought us down because whenever Kay was around, it was if he's like in a bad mood or just feeling extra bitchy that day, watch out because he'll take you out for no reason. And I'm just like, I told him that I'm like, I pretty much told him he's the worst and he doesn't have to be this way. And so he proceeds to say, oh, well, I wish you had talked to me about this earlier. Um, you could have had a professional conversation about this because, you know, people can't change if you don't tell them things. Uh, and I'm like, in, in my head, I'm like, just, even if I had told you this day one, okay. right, you would still be the same douchebag that you are now. It does, it does not matter. This is who you are. You This is who you're going to be for the rest of your life. Like, just because one worker tells you this doesn't mean crap. It doesn't mean anything. You're still going to be the worst person here. And you're going to pretend to be buddy-buddy with everybody and then talk about people behind their back and just, it's, it wasn't right. And so anyway, we had a little stupid conversation about the last like 15 minutes. And, you know, clearly nothing came out of it. Um, I still went home. I did not work that day, and I hope they struggled because, like I said, I was one of the better workers there. 
we had a we had a few like star players and I was one of them. Everybody else was either crap or they just didn't care. So I hope his Saturday morning was complete crap or whatever morning that was. It might have been a Sunday. It probably was. No, he didn't. He didn't work Sunday because he went to quote unquote church. And I'm like, this is why I can't stand some church people because they be talking about old Jesus and all that. But they be the main ones doing the dirt. Like, that's why I can't get. Don't think. Mm. I can't mm. get church, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, black people who are like Jesus is blah blah blah. I'm sorry. Yes. He, you know, was sacrificed for our sins and blah, blah, blah. Yes, but don't be talking all that holy stuff and then going out here talking about, you know, Shanita and her five babies, you know. Mm-hmm. What are we doing that? It's just garbage. It's just complete garbage to me. That's why I don't, I don't be dealing with that. But anyway, yeah, it was probably a, a Saturday, and I hope he struggled because, I don't know. He can go die in a fire. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Super glad to be away from that mess. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's was just a hot mess. I hated it. It was worse. Now, not everybody was bad. Not everybody was bad. There were a few really nice regular customers who would come through, and you know, it would be really nice. I know one customer. He. <laughs> this is actually a good story, guys. From McDonald's. Um, I was in the drive-through one day. And one of our one of our regulars, some like a, a older black dude, he would come in all the time and get the same thing every day. And I think one time he might have gave gave me too much money, and he drove off without his change. This man had money; like this dude would come through and pay with like fifties and stuff. So he had Dang. money, but you know, me being like a moral person, I'm like, oh shoot, this dude gave me, you know, he's missing change. So I go back up you know, give him his change back. Like, yo, you left this, basically. And apparently that really stuck with him because around Christmas time, he would come in and give everybody like Christmas cards and stuff. And he would, even like in between the time of that incident and Christmas, he would be like, yeah, I remember you, you the girl who, you know, saved me my money, you know. He was a cool older black dude, like, yeah, you saved my money, girl, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, I did what I had to do, you know, (laughs) keeping it real. And so Christmas come around, and you know, bro, slipped me like thirty bucks in my car, and I'm like, oh, "What you?" I'm like, "Thank you, sir." That was that was, but I did. I surely did. So that was that was one of the one of the good things I can remember about McDonald's. But we ain't talking about good stuff. We talking about all the crap that gets on our nerves today. So that's why I'm ranting. So past McDonald's. Let's move on to Starbucks, shall we? Starbucks. Yay. Come on to about Starbucks. Wonderful, wonderful Starbucks. Honestly, I loved working at Starbucks. Once I knew how to do stuff, it was like a whole new world, y'all. Like, a whole new world, you know? Shoot, it was wonderful. Um, everybody was cool. People did their jobs. Nobody was, there were no Ks. Uh, management was good. You know, it was just nice. It was really nice. I actually got to hang out with my coworkers and stuff. We actually got along. People who worked there were had side hustles. Every, almost everybody who worked there was either, like, doing something else on the side or probably, like, going to college or just doing something with their life, you know. So, you know, once I finally got comfortable at Starbucks, it was pretty cool. But that don't mean everything was perfect. The customers still 
while they were less ratchet, they were more work. Because anybody who goes to Starbucks regularly knows that a drink could range from a simple black coffee to like a lar- a grande caramel frappuccino with extra caramel in the bottom of the cup and extra whip on the bottom and the top and extra you know chocolate chips on the inside and put a splash of matcha and yada yada, yada. That's doing too much. it is too much it's way too much like mm-hmm. it takes like people 30 seconds to just tell me what one drink is you know and it's like, oh, my God. And so, you know, you have those regulars who come in and they get the same thing every day. Every day they come in, get the same exact thing. And I'm pretty sure there was one lady. It was like some kind of latte. It was some kind of special latte that she seemingly got every day. And, you know, by... I was only at Starbucks for like two years, but I I feel like I grew pretty quickly there. So we're going to say everything I'm complaining about is after I got comfortable, after I knew what I was doing, after I became a pro, essentially. A barista pro. So I'm on bar making this latte. You know, this lady's here basically staring daggers into me. I'm like, I hate that. I really do. When you're on bar and you're making drinks, and people are just staring you down. Not because they're just genuinely interested, but they're making sure that you don't leave not a fleck of foam on the top of their latte, or that you make sure that you fill the whipped cream absolutely all the way to the top of the dome lid. And it's just mm. annoying. It's annoying, you know? And so this lady's standing there, and she's like, oh, this doesn't taste right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll remake it. And I remake it. It still doesn't taste right. I'm like, oh, my God you want me I'm making it exactly how you want it and so I'm like let me get my manager because these people just think they're so entitled to stuff that they can just like you're doing this wrong why are you doing it like that is that fine like no trick this is not yours relax (laughs) this is where's my drink got six large you got six venti frappuccinos frappuccinos take time this other lady got a simple vanilla latte. Of course, the vanilla latte is going to come first. She's going to wait one minute, and you're going to wait six minutes because you decided to be extra. I'm sorry. Whoopty flipping do. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. It just made me so sick. I'm like, oh, my God, can I get this? Or, like, y'all know how, well, anybody who works in, like, food service knows when people ask you for, like, condiments and stuff. You know, I would work the drive-thru sometimes. I hated the drive-thru. And everybody, <laughs> all the baristas knew that I hated drive-thru. And they were pretty accommodating. They were like, don't put Jazz in drive-thru. She hates it. And I'm like, I love you all because I absolutely hate drive-thru because it's the worst. Because people just seem to lose their freaking mind in drive-thru. They'll be like, I ordered this Aventi. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You ordered a tall. Well, I thought tall was the biggest size. That's a common misconception, sir. Tall, you would think it was the biggest size, but it's actually the smallest. Oh, well, can you remake it? And I'm like, yeah, but I got to charge you for it. And I'm like, oh, well, never mind then. I'm like, yeah, you're not finna finna shake me down. I'm not the one. I'm not the one, unless I really do. They really do think they slick. That be happening to me all the time. People be coming up to me 
talking about, oh, I ordered a venti, or I ordered this a grande, or I ordered two of these. And sometimes, honestly, I might have misheard, but when I'm on the headset and two other people are on the headset and we can all hear what you're saying and everybody has confirmed that I have repeated this order back to you and you said yes and then you come up to me and tell me it's wrong, you're not going to shake me down, boy. I'm not the one. I am not <laughs> extra 80 cents for this extra shot of espresso. Don't play with me. <laughs> it's okay. And when you be asking people questions, they act like they don't hear you. I'd be like, I might not have heard something right. They'd be like, can I get a tall vanilla latte with two shots and extra foam? And I'm like, I repeat it back. I'm like, what was that a tall? And they'll be like, and they'll continue to order other stuff. And I'm like, was that a tall? <laughs> and they'll and I'm typing in the rest of their order but I still have to go back and be like is that a tall latte (laughs) was it just tell me the size oh yeah sorry (laughs) yeah actually it's a grande I'm like do trick that's right don't try to come up in here and tell me it was a grande when you at the window because it was a tall. I asked you five times. Don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's busy. And let me tell y'all about this one lady. I don't remember her name, but she was a regular. And she would get an iced coffee. Shoot, I really, I really wish I could remember her name. But anyway, everybody knew this woman's order. And she was like one of those older white women who clearly had money, who clearly had never had to struggle for anything, who clearly just thought, mm. you know, you're a barista, I'm the customer, you're wrong, you're stupid, get it right, essentially. Ooh. Right. She didn't say these things. She would usually come through on her phone and not even give you a second glance. But mm. anyway, so first of all, when she orders her iced coffee, she always comes through drive through and she expects everybody to know what her order is. For the sake of this conversation, let's call her Sue. She'd be like, hey, it's Sue. And then let's say a new barista is on <laughs> the mic. They don't know who Sue is. And so she'll proceed to um, say her order. I don't know if it was like a grande iced coffee in a venti cup with light cream and extra ice with six Splenda, yada, yada, yada. But the cream had to be a certain shade. If it was too light, she would notice. If it was too dark, she would notice. And legit, the, the older baristas who have been working there for a while literally had made a formula for her iced coffee. Like, they would be like, you have to this line, and then you have to pour the cream to this line and put this exact amount of ice in it because she will know and sometimes legit i think (laughs) she would complain depending on who was on bar because from the drive-thru window you can see who's making drinks you can kind of see who's making your drink and sometimes she would complain and sometimes she wouldn't so if i was on bar one day and she could see me she might complain I don't know if she was racist or she just didn't, you know, know who I really was. But 
And then sometimes I would make her coffee and kind of step to the side so she couldn't see me and everything would be fine. And I'm like, Mm. what? (laughs) I don't understand. I really don't understand. Oh, my God. And then, oh, there was another girl. I, I remember this lady. She was in the evening. So I worked evenings at Starbucks. Her name was Pam. Dearest Pam. Pam was a Domino's delivery driver. Clearly, because she would always come through in her uniform. And on the top of her car was the little sign that said Domino's on it. She would come, I guess she was coming in after work. Because she would always come in like 9 o'clock, 9.30. And she would always, she her order wasn't always the same, but there was always something wrong with her order. Always. For a while, she would order like a venti caramel macchiato. Like it was a special caramel macchiato with like extra whip on top. And it was like extra hot. Now, when you order an extra hot drink with whip on it, the whip is going to melt much faster. It's just common sense. And so we'll put the whip on it and she'll be like, there's no whip on this. And I'm like, well, because it's extra hot, but I'll put more on it. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. Or sometimes she would ask for like extra caramel or something. And, you know, she would drive off or whatever. She would order like two venti caramel macchiatos. They were special. And then she would drive off. And then 10 minutes later, she would call the store and be like, my drink is wrong. I come here every night and they always get my drink wrong. And I feel like there was something legit wrong with her because it wasn't like she was being super bitchy about it, but she was just complaining to complain. Like she literally had nothing else to do but to harass hapless baristas late at night because she has nothing else better to do with her sad, sad existence. And so... Some people be living like that for real. Huh? Ain't that the truth? And so... Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't understand how do we get your order wrong every single time. And she would always try to get one for free. Let me tell y'all how one time I had answered the phone at work because, you know, anybody can answer the phone. If you're free, you should answer it. So I answer it. And lo and behold, it's Pam complaining about something. It's She was complaining about one of her drinks. And let me tell you how she legit complained to me for like maybe five minutes five minutes is a long time in food service because I could have been doing other things and so I'm in the back you know I'm on the phone and I'm like oh shoot I'm so sorry Pam you know we can remake it for you or you can come in and blah 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 I'm giving her options but she just keeps going in circles and be like yeah I get it I mean was it a new barista that made it? Are you got it? Do you have a lot of new people there? Because this has been happening pretty often. You know, I mean, I come oh, here. The worst. Clay there. Clay was our uh, one of our uh, shift managers, and she knew Clay. Is Clay there? Can can he help me out? You know, I don't understand why this is happening. They usually get it right, and she would say the same thing over and over and over and over. I'm like, I, oh, do you want a refund or do you want us to remake? the drink. What she wanted exactly. she wanted was a free drink. She wanted me to say, yeah, come through, Pam. We'll get make it for you for free. But like I said, back in my McDonald's story, I am not the one. You will not get free stuff for me, <laughs> especially if I know you hustling me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, come through and get a free one. No. 
So she kept on talking. She was she was legit stalling. She was trying to get me to tell her that she could come through everyone. But I didn't. I was just like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a couple new people, so I uh, just gotta give them a little time. So eventually she hung up and I'm like, Yeah, I win. That's it. So ugh. Can you just imagine going through that like too often to count. It just makes sense to me. I hate it. I hate it. Oh my god. I don't like answering the phone. Like, I legit try to avoid it. If I hear it ringing, I will turn around. I could be going to the back to stop cups, but the phone is in the back. And if the phone starts ringing, I will turn back around because I'm not mm-hmm. because it could be Pam. Pam caught me twice on the phone. She caught me twice. That was the one time I just talked about the five complaints. And another time, she just asked for the manager. And this is another reason why I would never be a store manager because I don't care enough about. I don't, don't. I really don't care. Like if if I'm a manager, and somebody comes to me and complains, I will be like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that. We can give you a refund, or we can make remake your drink. Those are your two options." But please don't stand here and continue to complain about it because I will give you nothing else because you're just trying to get extra stuff. And people just people just want to be heard. They want you to listen to the complaints. But I don't care. <laughs> I really yes, don't. Yes, but don't be caring. It's coffee. I did uh. not give you. I, <laughs> it's not like you got the wrong blood from a blood transplant. It's not like, oh, shoot. You got heart A when you really should have got heart X. Now we have to cut mm-hmm. again and do the whole operation. No, it's a cup of coffee. Do you want the money back or do you want it made again? Like, I don't care. I really don't care. That's why I love not being a store manager or a supervisor. Because if somebody's getting on my nerves, I can be like, let me get my manager. Because I will do that. I will do that. I'm like, I'm not the one today. Let me get my manager because people just sit there and complain and I will get really heated. Once if I, if I get really angry, I won't say anything. I can't say anything because if I do, it could probably get me fired. I would get fired. Like I don't know how many times I wanted to cuss a nigga out at Starbucks. Like, no, don't, don't come at me like that. Cause it's going to be on site, bro. It's going to be on site. Cause <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been through it before. I'm not. It's gonna be on site. Bro. It's gonna be on site, nigga. <laughs> I, it's it's not that big a deal. It's really not, especially if it's like busy or something. Like I don't have a lot of time to listen to you complain. I don't have a lot of time to try to help you figure out why your app isn't working. I don't use the app. I don't use the Starbucks app. And there's sometimes there's just literally nothing we can do. Sometimes it's like, oh, my money isn't showing up. Well, I can't go to your account and see if there's anything there. You have to call customer service. Like, that's not really us. Mm -hmm. That's the Starbucks app. You have to call their customer service. We can't do anything about that. 
And people just don't understand that sometimes. It's like, are you sure? I mean, can I get my receipt? I'm like, okay, yeah, you can, but we, I can't do nothing for you. Call the number. <laughs> Shoot. That's like call IT. Right. Call IT. Their department. Call the number on the back of the card, ma'am. Have a nice day. Slam the window. Take a breath. Next order. Simple as that. Ugh, my God. Let me take a sip of my tea first because I'm thirsty. Hold up. Mm. Okay. <sighs> what else? I don't know. So then, like, which which, which drive through was worse then? The McDonald's one or the uh, Starbucks? Honestly, they might have been about the same. Well, maybe Starbucks was a little less because I feel like people were generally more pleasant in the Starbucks drive-thru than they were at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you could have legit conversations with um, customers in the drive-thru at Starbucks. You know, be like, hey, girl, what's going on? You know, how you doing? You know, you know, um, I know around like teacher appreciation month, a lot of people come in and try to get teachers uh, gift cards and stuff. And, you know, teachers would come in, too. I'm like, yeah, y'all deserve so much more than just free coffee. And they'd be like, yes, I absolutely right. And we would talk about that, you know. But absolutely, I think the Starbucks drive through was better than the um Mcdonald's one. Um, I just think it's because of the clientele, the hmm. people who. Because right. I mean, because you did. Yeah. You thought the um the drive through at uh Starbucks. Wait, did that just cut you off? <laughs> Go ahead. You good? That <laughs> <laughs> you did hate the um drive through at Starbucks. But you seem like you kind of like the one at, um, well, not liked it, but the one at McDonald's seemed to be less, well, the, the customers were less extra. They were just more country, I guess. I mean, everybody's extra at some point. I just think, why did I hate the, the drive through at Starbucks so much? Uh, probably just because there was a lot more to do. There's a lot more customization you can do at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it gets stressful. It gets super stressful, especially in the mornings when people haven't had their coffee and they're a little more crotchety. It's super stressful, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Um, drive through at McDonald's could be stressful sometimes, but it wasn't as customizable as at Starbucks. Um, a lot of the time, people just order a number one and you know, they'd be like, I want that with no cheese. And I'm like, okay, no cheese. Next. It was, I feel like McDonald's is much more simple. Um, but I feel like the customers could go either way. I don't think I ever had like a super pleasant customer at McDonald's like I've had at Starbucks. I feel like people who go to Starbucks are generally much happier than the people who go to McDonald's. <laughs> I mean... There are a lot more smiley people who come through at Starbucks, even if they're not like regulars, like just people who I've never seen before. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm okay, sir. How you doing? And then you know, have a little conversation, whatever. But at McDonald's, you know, it's either they're just like, hey, how are you? 
or they're complete trash. You know, it's not like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm never glad to see anybody in the drive-thru <laughs> at McDonald's. But there were people I was, there were customers I was genuinely happy to see at Starbucks. Like this older couple, Jim and Fran, sweet, sweet Jim and Fran would come through. They would always come through um, generally in the lobby. And I would love to talk to Jim and Fran. They, they pretty much knew me as a person. Like they knew I was an artist. They knew that I got this job in Kentucky. Um, they knew I was a freelancer. They knew I went to SCAD because we would talk. I would actually talk to them like people. And they were they were old, they're a nice older couple. And um, sometimes, you know, they would come through the drive-thru. And um, I know one time Miss Fran had got sick. And because oh. Mr. Jim had came through the drive-thru, I'm like, Mr. Jim, where's Miss Fran at? She's like, oh, yeah, she's a little sick right now. She's at the house. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I was like, yeah, send her my regard. You know, I was, I actually like, like, if I saw them outside of Starbucks, I'd probably stop to have a quick conversation with them. Because that's how much I like them as people. You know? Yeah. It was just really nice. There was a couple customers like that, you know? Another uh, another woman, I forget her name. Yeah, a couple couple other people at Starbucks were really nice. But nobody at McDonald's. Everybody at McDonald's was trash. Either they were okay, or they were trash. <laughs> like, if I saw anybody at McDonald's, like, I'd hide my face. I'm like, mm, no. No, thank you. Yeah, I low key kind of miss working at Starbucks just because of the environment. In uh, it was it was just it was a fun job. It was stressful sometimes, and sometimes I low key hated it. But for the most part, I I enjoyed working at Starbucks. It was nice. It was a good deal. I got tips, free Spotify Premium, free coffee. You know, oh yeah, it was. Pretty good day. It was across the street from a freaking Chick Fil A, so you know your girl had to hit up Chick Fil A. Oh, oh yeah, Chick Fil A, yeah, so good. Chick Fil A, be popping. Always be popping, man. I was there. I could work at Chick Fil A. They have to be super pleasant. Like, like have a blessed day. You know, my pleasure. And I'm like, I don't know if I could say my pleasure. <laughs> I don't think I can say it. Yeah, they're, they're almost like robots or something over there. They, 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 they're too nice. They are super robot. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. No thanks. Well, I got a question for all the people because everybody wanting to know this about McDonald's, Jasmine, and you work there. So... Why y'all ice cream was seen on ice cream machine don't never be working right. every time somebody want to make flurry and go over there they're talking about ice cream machine down. What's up? Machine down. I'm sorry, ice cream machine down. Simple simple answer. They don't clean that thing as often as they should. They do not clean it. And Ugh. honestly, I don't get the ice cream from McDonald's. Ever because I know they probably haven't cleaned it. And I've seen the inside of the ice cream machine. Y'all know congealed like milk. That is what's on the it like the sides of the inside of that ice cream machine. Because at a time we'll just pour the the ice cream mix into the top of the <laughs> in the top of the machine and just let it run. That's fine. We might rinse it from time to time, but otherwise we just dump the milk in. Get the ice cream out. 
keep pushing. But no. Nasty. Our machine is down all the time because we don't clean it. We don't clean that mess. So everybody who's been eating McFlurries and stuff, you're probably also eating a little bit of like three-week-old milk. So, but that's what the Lord blessed it with antibodies for. So, I mean, if it ain't killed you yet, keep on eating. But I know I'm not going to do it because I know the secret. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. I know, I know. I know that. That's why I call McDonald's McNasty because they're nasty. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes, like, I still eat McDonald's. Don't get me wrong. McDonald's is delicious and cheap. And when I'm hungry and they only got $3 in my wallet, best believe I'm getting that two for two fifty. you know? Even though I know that my chicken probably been sitting there for an hour, but shoot, it ain't killed me yet. I'm going to keep eating it. So yeah, our ice cream machine is always down because we don't clean it. And you're eating old milk. So congratulations to everybody. There's the secret. The ba- the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> well, everybody, now y'all know why the ice cream broke. Next time you want to go get you a little Eminem McFlurry, just know you it's, it's, it got a little secret recipe. Right. <laughs> you know, a little, little extra, little extra flavor for you. Mm. Oh, God. No more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ice cream there anymore. Right. So, if you had to um <laughs> to go back to McDonald's for a week, how much how much would they have to pay you to keep you work that week? <laughs> oh my Jesus! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh 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 oh! And to make it better, you gotta work the whole week with Kane. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> While he's upset about whatever is going on in his oh, oh god, oh <laughs> my god, <laughs> dang! How strapped am I for cash? Like legit? Is it like I'm gonna get put out? I don't want to. Or I got okay, okay. That. So like, so like, rent, rent is coming up at the end of that week, and you spent all your money. Because I don't know, you you went on trip prepared or something like that. So rent rent is due, and you need to work somewhere immediately. Start, I mean, not start, but McDonald's is like, well, you can come back here for a week. We'll pay you how much do you want us to pay? Oh man, man, legit. If if I could get, I want to say like twenty five dollars an hour. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I'm trying to make it realistic. So I'm, I might go with like nine, ten bucks, nine, ten bucks an hour. Because I was when I left, I made maybe like eight fifty, maybe. So yeah, I'll probably say at least ten dollars. I say yeah, give me ten dollars an hour. I come back for a week, but best believe me and Kay might be throwing bowls. Like <laughs> let the nigga step to me. Let him step to me. What a bad, bad day. I'm not the one. Because otherwise, I, I'd probably be able to, like, ignore it for the most part. But let me have let, let me have one bad day. Let me be PMS in that week. It's going to be on. It's going to be on. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, we be fighting. We be arguing all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I could work with Kay anymore. I don't think I could do it. Because I'm like, I'd be like, you don't have to talk to her like that. 
because I, I just don't like, I don't like bullies. I don't like bullies. He was a bully. That's a good word for it. He was a bully. Yeah. And if, if I if I can do something about it or like help somebody, I'm going to attempt, you know, so if I see him like talking down to somebody, I might just be like, you ain't had to say that and keep it pushing, you know, and best believe he ain't going to be talking to me no old kind of way. He ain't going to step to me no kind of way because I'm not the one. I walk off the floor and come back the next day. <laughs> come back the next day. I sure will. I will walk right off that floor and I come back the next day. Oh <laughs> Take it from the top, K. <laughs> Take two. Clap. Shoot. Uh-uh. I can't. She said, and come back the next day. <laughs> right. Shoot, because he ain't going to fire me. He going to fire me, one of his best workers. Bet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm gonna oh, do it. That low key crossed my mind like last night. Like, would I go back to McDonald's? No, I would not. <laughs> Unless somebody put like a gun to my face that you're gonna work here, even if it's not with K, I would not want to go back. I wouldn't want to go back. I mean, they don't. They just they don't pay enough. Like it's it's it. I feel like McDonald's is literally a job that is for like beginners. Like if you really, really need a job, McDonald's is tough. Then you know you go to McDonald's, or if you were seventeen, you know, first year out of high school, go to McDonald's if they hire it. Right. I feel like McDonald's is a really good job for teenagers who are wanting to save money for their future. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't really do anything with a McDonald's salary, <laughs> even exactly. If- like you have to be like a store manager and one of the best ones to probably even get any kind of livable wage. Yes. It's so sad. It's just like minimum wage hasn't been raised since like 2009, y'all. 2009. Mm-hmm. See, that's nine. That's almost a decade ago that the minimum wage has stayed at 725, the federal minimum wage. 725. And while everything else is going up in price, your rent, your car notes, freaking college, technology, phone, all this stuff is going up. But not the mm-hmm. minimum. But not your wages, though. How does that even work, America? How does that work? It don't. It just... And see, see, I got something I want to say. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> Because I think that the thing that I find the most the most infuriating about those about the whole minimum wage or just not being paid enough is that managers will have the nerve to look you in your eyes when it's time for a raise and then be like, oh, you're going to get 10 cents more. And then, and, then, and then expect you to be happy about it. And it's like, bro, I'm out here struggling. And you gave me 10 more cents on the check, and you want me to be happy while you out here making $50,000 a year? Girl, right. right. It don't make no kind of sense. America is the richest country in the freaking world. This is America, the great U.S. of A., the melting mm-hmm. Everybody wants to come to America. And yet, why, why is it like this? Why can't anybody afford anything working a normal job? Why can't anybody afford anything working a college-educated job? You know? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm college-educated. I graduated. 
I have my million dollar degree and yet I'm only making enough to live. I mean, to like survive. Like if I want to go on a vacation, there is no vacation for me. I only have enough to pay my bills, pay my rent and my car note. And that's fine. I'm grateful for that because I don't, my, I have an overdraft in like three months, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I should be able to make enough to pay my bills and also have a little fun. You know, I'm not trying to go on a carnival cruise every year. I'm not trying to go to Disney World. I'm not trying to go to Italy. I just want to go to Dave and Buster's. I want to spend a whole day at Dave and Buster's. Bruh. I want to spend that is the truth. If that is not the truth. I want to spend a day at Dave and Buster's, get some unlimited games, unlimited please. I just want to have a good time. I'm not out here trying to spend millions of dollars on a Bugatti. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to live like Lil Yachty and Migos. I'm not trying to be big. I just want to live and enjoy life, but I can't. Exactly, because like, 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 like you just said, it's not like we out here even with like asking for the most. We, we, we just want to. Like as you said, go to Dave and Buster's and just and just play some games or something like that. But you you sitting here looking at your little, you know, eight twenty five hour check. Yeah. After you done pay, you know, your phone, your your whatever, your car notes, all all that mess. You're like, I barely got enough to 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 go walk around and have fun at Walmart. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you right. You want me to do? <laughs> Even buy myself an extra bag of chips at Walmart because that's <laughs> I can't I can't name brand Doritos great value Doritos you know <laughs> off brand everything like brand everything it don't make no sense <laughs> the world is legit designed to keep us poor like it don't make no sense it's designed to keep us poor and fat and unhealthy. Because really is. the rich get richer and the poor stay poor. There is no middle class anymore, y'all. The middle class mm-hmm. is gone. It's either you're rich, you're a rich white man, or you're the rest of the 99% of people who are out here struggling. Exactly. Because they greedy. They greedy at the top, y'all. They just, they don't care. They about they don't, they about they don't want to share no wealth. None of it. None of it. And that's why all this crap is so corrupt and just diabolical and the people just can't win because all the people at the top are all corrupt and they have all the power. They have all the power. Shoot, you know that the mid the midterm election just passed through in Georgia. You know, homegirl Stacey Abrams lost by a very mm-hmm. small amount. But we all know other boy and his scandal about how he, you know, knocked out all these people's voter registrations. Right before the right before the, the vote, right before the ballots were supposed to go in. He's like, Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, you can't vote. <laughs> you can't vote. <laughs> These people can't vote. Like, how much clearer of a scam can this be? Like, clearly this is a scam. He had the power to make sure that he could win and keep rich people rich and everybody else poor. It doesn't make any sense. It just <sighs> It just bothers me so much. It bothers me so much because it's like we could try and we could vote and we could do all this stuff, but they can do whatever the heck they want. They could be like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody here did vote, but oops, our 
accidentally clicked the delete button. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> and that's why I still say, and I, I don't care who has anything to say about it, my stance will always be what we need. And it's going to happen one day because it doesn't matter how rich you are, how much power you have, you're going to die. Right. So we need all these old ass people that have, for some some reason, been been in like their 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 political power for all these years, which should be against the law. Oh Lord, yes, yes. Term limits, term limits for Congress, please, please. please. Like they 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 they've been doing this for like fifty years and stuff like that, and it's like, bro, you eighty years bro. old, I'm out here twenty five. What do you know about me and my generation at all? Boy, you ain't said nothing but a word. These slavery <laughs> times. Since the slavery, yes. since Jim Crow. Okay? All they know <laughs> is Jim Crow. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, because I, I feel like at most, they could be, like, advisors to, you know, like, a new generation or something and, like, like spread some of their wisdom of, of, like, the good things, but as far as them still trying to police stuff going on that's going on right now and just not understanding new generation uh-huh. and stuff, how would you relax, how could you really go on, you know, make new rules and stuff like, and, and stuff like that and try to tell me how to live my life when you don't even know what it's like being my age, like, you know, you know what it was like being, being 25 years old back in, what, like, 1935 <laughs> or something like that, but time <laughs> Man, <laughs> oh my God, you ain't said nothing but a word. Like we really, like it sounds so bad, but we really need all these old dudes to die. That's- they need to, they die. need to die. Like we need to do, y'all. I'm not condoning this. I'm not condoning this. I'm not condoning murder, but guerrilla warfare on White House and <laughs> guerrilla war, like legit. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you know. In there, and you just have the darkest thoughts. It's not that you would ever do this, but it's let's say you're mm-hmm. walking down the street and you're like, I could push that old lady into the in front of that bus. <laughs> push the old lady into the bus. You would never do that, but your brain is like impossible, very possible. <laughs> but like, I'll be sitting at my computer watching Netflix or something, or Facebook, looking at all the political stuff, and I'm like. I could start an army, yo. I could legit start an army and like the new Harriet Tubman with the Underground Railroad, you know, sniping all these old white dudes like, pow, pow, you know, they would never catch us. We got a whole system and whatever. I'm like, I would never do that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't just outright somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> for no reason other than that they're filthy rich and corrupt. Like, exactly. I couldn't do it, <laughs> you know? Eat the process it, up, but nah. It would, but unfortunately, like you said, that is illegal. I mean, you can't really be doing all that. Yeah, I guess. But Lord, mm. shoot. I don't know. It's just, I just, just, I feel like things need to, there needs to be a good balance of modernization and, you know, a bit of like, old school wise ways need to be meshed together instead of, you know, old old people continuously trying to push old ways. Right. Because I, I remember I, I was out at Kansas Mountain um, a few months ago with my cousin. Well, I, he, he just happened to be there when I rolled up, which he's done this to be like three times. Like, like he'd just be out. And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> 
But anyway, we we, we ended up talking about like careers and stuff because he, he he was asking me where I was going with my career and whatnot, and I was like, well, I mean, you know, I've been doing stuff, you know, trying to do conventions and whatnot, trying to do this, this, and that. And I remember I had said something like, um, well, I I I started to mention that, oh yeah, well, you know, my mom kind of suggested that I do this and this and that, and like he he stopped me real fast and was like, no, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna stop you right here and now. You. Do not need to be out here still listening to like the older generation because the 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 older generation does not know what it's like. They don't. Now. And um and like honestly, that's all. Oh yeah, I, I don't remember we, we, when we were talking about like the aspect of money and whatnot. And to me, I was like, well, you know, I'm just out here trying to save money and blah 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 blah. And he stopped me because he was like, no, the 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 the, the, the way people did it back in the day was you know people like my, my dad says all the time with his old mindset. It's like you work you work at a job, whether you like it or not, you work there for like 30, 40, 50 years, you retire, you know, you die, and before you die, you probably look back and be like, damn, I worked at that dumbass right. job for 30, 40 years uh-huh. of my life and look at you now. So he was like he was kinda of telling me, you know, about like it's not really just about saving money, but to use your money to benefit mm. you and you know, to really rise above and you know, put put it into your business, put it into this, put it into that. And that's just and that, that, that's just one example of like the older generation how how they could have done something and survived doing that, but we can't do this. Like, I mean, J- Jasmine, could could you have worked at McDonald's for forty? Years? Hell no! Are you crazy? <laughs> forty years of your life at McDonald's. <laughs> you talking to me? Is this a real question? Is, it, is this real life right now? Forty years in McDonald's. <laughs> forty. Years. No, I couldn't spend forty years at no company. Honestly, I'd probably get restless. Exactly. I'm a straight up homebody. When I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable. But I just can't imagine being at a at one single company for forty. Years. For forty. Years. Forty years. Holy crap. And they would legit do that back in the day. Like, yeah, I've been working at this factory since I was a boy at 16. Now here I am, 65, finna retire. I'm like, crazy? You worked at this factory since you were 16? Yes. Why? <laughs> exactly. Like, and, and and you didn't want to move on to another job. Like, no, no, no other opportunities have been opened up for you in these last 50 years. Like, well, what's I don't up? understand. Like, you had no other aspirations. You didn't want to. I'm like, yes. You didn't want to like ride horses. You didn't want to travel. You didn't want to do anything. You just worked at the same factory. I I I can't imagine. I just, uh, that's why this is why we need many more younger people at the top because mm-hmm. trying to keep with the old ways because that's all they know. That's all they know, and that's all they want to know. They don't want to know anything else. Okay? And that's the problem. It's like, they just don't want to Right. Evolve. You have to adapt. Time changes. Okay? Things things aren't the same as they were 10 years ago. Okay? Yes. Even, even just 10 years ago, stuff is so much different. So much different. It's like, you, like people are... Ugh, I just... <laughs> You know how accepted, you know, gay people are now compared to like, Mm -hmm. like, everybody seems to be not straight nowadays. It's like, 
<clears throat> oh, I'm gay, I'm bi, I'm lesbian, I'm trans, I'm this and I'm that. I'm all the colors mm-hmm. of the rainbow now because that's what evolution does. We are a very accepting generation of people. Like, millennials mm-hmm. are very welcoming people. Like, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, you know? Shoot, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say this is everybody. But I feel like as a generation, we're much more open to change. You know? Mm-hmm. And the older generation be like, oh, that's lazy. That's... <clears throat> but I'm like, what else do you expect us to do? Y'all set this up for us. Okay? Like, y'all the ones having up these jobs. Y'all the ones talking about, you know, oh, why, why don't you why haven't you moved out yet? Well, Trick, because minimum wage is and rent is two thousand dollars a month. You do the math, okay? Exactly. It doesn't work that way. Like back in the day, yeah, you could work a summer job and afford to go to college. You can't work a summer job now. If you work a summer job now, the only thing you might be able to afford is pencils. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because you can't do it. It's impossible. And they don't understand, like, that's why we have all these different ways of making money. That's why we have Uber. That's why we have, you know, TaskRabbit and all these things. That's why we have all these different media ways to make money now. Because we can't get corporate jobs. We have to make our own jobs now. Okay? That's why there's mm-hmm. small businesses and app production and yada yada and this is why people make money from making stupid videos on YouTube they are making great money playing video games just making commentary about sushi okay I because you know we've evolved to be able to you know have fun and also make money to climb a corporate ladder anymore you know janitor and then work your way up to CEO no you don't you all you really need is an idea and a camera <laughs> that's all you need Bruh. Oh my the rest will come the followers will come the sponsors will come especially if you have a team of people helping you mm-hmm. it's done you're good the only, the only problem with that to me is is that are very fickle and a lot of these things are based off if people are still interested in you. So it's like you, um, you might be doing you know two years then people will get tired of seeing you yell at a game you're playing. You know people will lose interest or they'll find somebody else you know like Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and Cardi B. <laughs> oh yeah. Not Nicki anymore. <laughs> Cardi B. I'm just saying. So that's how it is. It's just like, oh, it just bothers me so much. It's like it's such a struggle. And I hate it. Everything is a financial struggle in America if you're not rich, white, straight male. It makes no sense. And this this comes up, I think about this often lately because I'm like, I'm trying to be like, what am I gonna do in the future? Like, how am I gonna make money? How am I gonna like survive? You know, how my children are going to survive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, what can you do? <laughs> like, you get a paycheck and they'll take out $200 for health care that you're probably not even going to use. 
It's like, well, dang, what am I supposed to do? Hey, bruh, honestly, that's like one of the most important <laughs> things to me. Because it's like, it's like, because next year, like, I turn 26, or whatever. And it's like, I, 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 I will be under my dad's insurance until then. But then after that point, it's like, if you work at a basic job where you already barely make any money as is, and then you try to get their health care plan where, where they're going to take like half your check or something like that. It's like, well, then how am I going to pay my bills? <laughs> like, what y'all doing? <laughs> y'all doing uh-huh. too much. So I'm saying the system is built for us to fail, y'all. Like financially and health wise. Why is why are organic apples seven dollars an apple while a regular apple is like like fifty cents? Why is a burger why can I get two burgers and a large fry for three bucks, but a salad costs ten dollars? You know mm. why is it made for us to like struggle? Man. Why is minimum wage not rising, but everything else is? Why is all this gentrification happening? Why are all these people getting pushed out of their homes and then the property taxes rise or whatever so high that they can't live there anymore? Why? <laughs> why should they have ghettos and slums? And why should you know the single mom have to live across the, the hall from a drug dealer? It makes no sense to me. It's freaking America. Why are there veterans homeless? That is one of the biggest things to me. That don't make no sense. That, that literally makes no sense. Oh my God. These people have literally put their lives on the line for this country, and yet they are out here panhandling. Why are there homeless veterans anywhere? We those are the one of the first people we need to take care of are our veterans. Yep. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not big on war. I think, you know, war is just like kind of dumb. Like, why are we doing this? Whatever. I get I understand protecting the borders and blah blah blah, but like Sometimes it just seem like they're doing the most. Just as like, mm-hmm. but yeah, we do need protection. We need protection for our country, <laughs> and those people are super brave because you wouldn't catch me on the on the front lines, back lines. You wouldn't catch me nowhere near the armed forces. Are you crazy? No man. I would go to jail first. No, They'd be like, um, we're doing a draft, and because um, it's 2020, men and women can be drafted. So, Miss Lewis, you're on the list. I'm like, Mm-mm. I just hold out my wrist and like put me in jail because I'm not going. Mm-hmm. But where my cuffs at, and which cell is mine? Because I ain't got. I drunk. I really don't. I really don't. That just. And honestly. Mm-hmm. When you when, when when you think about that, that that's kind of messed up. It like, really is. Be, be, because you don't want to be in the war. Like I have to be arrested. Like you're forcing right. me to go out and die. It's either to go do that, or I'm going to be arrested when I didn't do anything wrong. Right. That's like the dumbest it's mess. So stupid. Don't make no type it's of. So sense. stupid. And if I do go out there, you know, and come back, are y'all going to take care of me? You know. No. no, you're not. You're gonna treat me like everybody else, like trash. <laughs> Even worse, than trash. Because then people come back messed up. They've been gone so long that they have lost skills that could help them in the workforce. <clears throat> they don't know what to do, but they can't get help for it. It's like I don't understand why. Why should the the people who run all these like donations and um, stuff for veterans have to ask for money from people. I feel like the the government should have that covered, you know, in their so-called mm-hmm. war budget. You got money 
for guns and boots and things to send them off. But when they come back, it's like, oh, we don't know you. Who are you? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. They complete, treat them like complete trash. And don't get me started on the teachers of America. The teachers oh, of America are basically <sighs> on the front lines of all these ratchet ass children. Okay? Yes. Because parents will send their kids to school and it's like daycare. They don't have to see their kids for eight hours a day. But the teachers do. And it's, it's not their children. The mm-hmm. Know the kids better than their parents know their own children. You know? And they teachers have to go through many years of school if they decide to go for a doctorate or whatever. Because I know Erica, my sister Erica, is a is a is an elementary school teacher. She's an art teacher, and she went back to school to get her doctorate, which she should be getting like I don't know within the next year or so. But it's like you should be you shouldn't. Really, she wants to do it. She wants to do it you know, to make moves in, like, the educational system in Atlanta. But, like, if I was a teacher and I'm like, okay, I'm a teacher, I went to school for this, I shouldn't have to have another job, you know, to supplement my teacher's income, you know? Like, why is LeBron James out here making millions of dollars a year? And I'm just a, a teacher, and I can't even afford bread. I can't even afford a nice house. It makes no sense. It doesn't. Like it's like, cause when you like, cause you, like if you think about it, bro, like legit, LeBron James, the the politicians, the social, like everybody in America would not know how to lead or write without the teachers. Like as soon as you hit four years old, unless your parents. Are going to stay at home and and, and, and teach you all these things? Mm-hmm. You gonna be dumb without the teachers. Stupid! I don't understand why they keep cutting funding for education. That's the last thing you need to cut funds for because it's gonna mm-hmm. be stupid. Everybody's gonna be just dumb. We're gonna be the dumbest country, okay? There's gonna be a bunch of kids, and everybody's mm-hmm. gonna take advantage of us because we're stupid and have no sense. Yeah, I mean, like we're, we're 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 already like nowhere near the top of the list as far as like you know the the smartest kids or anything like that. And you you just make it even worse mm-hmm. because we don't value education. We value entertainment and money. That's what we value in America. Yep. That's truly what we value: entertainment, the land of money. entertainment. This is why mm-hmm. you know, um, athletes and comedians and actors and stuff. I'm not saying they don't work hard. I'm not saying that at all. Those careers are still careers and they should be paid as such. But why is the the wage gap so much different though? You know, mm-hmm. for like mandatory thing like like education versus, you know, entertainment. You don't need entertainment. Yes, we love entertainment. I love movies. Don't get me wrong. I love movies. Mm-hmm. I love cartoons. I want that in my life. I need it. <laughs> I need mm-hmm. my music. Otherwise, sometimes I will go crazy. But it's like <sighs> we need to. It just is too much. It's too big. Yes. Way of a gap. Exactly. I can kind of understand, you know, uh, actors and like musicians making more money. Because that really depends on like record sales and stuff. 
So that's literally people just mm-hmm. giving you money. You know, that's not like a federal state mandated thing. That's because you're popular, you get money. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's just capitalism. And I'm all for capitalism. That's fine. But like basic things like teachers and giving veterans housing, that shouldn't be an issue. It should not be an issue. Like honestly, no 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 veteran should ever have to go to a store and and mm-hmm. ask if there is if, if, if there is a military discount. Like, it should just be automatic. automatic. Like, oh, you 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 in, you you're in the military, okay, twenty percent off automatic. Automatic. You know, because they the real they the true MVPs of America. You know. Mm-hmm. Same with teachers. Like teachers, teachers should should get twenty percent off just everywhere, everywhere right. they go. Oh my god, it don't make no sense. And they don't give the teachers no money for nothing. Teachers got to spend out of pocket for things. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened with the whole tax reform, but I I remember last time. I don't. It was a while ago. Now I don't know if he actually went through it. But it's like they couldn't write certain things off of their taxes anymore. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why can't a teacher write off crayons on their, their taxes? That's stupid. That's dumb. It's it's for their job. You know? It makes no sense. Why? Because all the rich people at the top don't want to share the money. They want everybody else to suffer. Ugh, makes me sick. Oh my God. Oh my makes me want to punch something in the face. Jack, it's just like rich people. Well, not all of them, you know. The like, 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 like you said that that the average rich white Caucasian. Well, I said white and Caucasian. The, the, the average rich rich white man. <laughs> they the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the the same old square headed niggas that that be all over the place with they boxing ass. Be them, be the main bro. They all they all be having the boxing. They do. Swear. They are they all got the same box head, <laughs> <laughs> and they be the ones going out with their flannel shirts on and whatnot, and they little they little um I forgot I forgot Tommy Hilfiger and whatnot. Yeah, here <laughs> trying to you know be all entitled and stuff and try to tell people what to do, but yet they don't want to you know really delve delve into other people's lifestyles or anything, but yet they want to appropriate what? it. Whether it's the whether it's the Hispanic lifestyle or it's especially black culture. They love Shoot, ain't that the truth? Y'all need to stop. Y'all need mm-hmm. to stop. I I can get yes. down with people who appreciate black culture, but don't try to be like, oh I love rap music, but I hate black people. Don't do that mess. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like honestly bruh like and this is it, it, this is like a small example so like, I'm not even sure if, if this if this really goes with the full thing. But when they say that the white people <laughs> will see you doing something and then and then act like it it, it was their idea, that mess is the truth. <laughs> like I, I I was out at this um at this I don't know it was it was at like some oh yeah it was like a Halloween festival or no it was a, a fall festival or something like that at the Marriott Square and. Nobody else there paid paid any attention to like these scarecrows or whatever. But you know, I I kind of thought I, I like I, I I thought some funny meme or something while I looked at them. So I stopped and took a picture or whatnot. Tell me why almost every single Becky over there stopped 
just stopped immediately. It's like, oh my goodness, look, look over there at those at those scarecrows. Like y'all, 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 y'all even notice these scarecrows this whole time. But y'all see it, y'all see me standing here looking at these scarecrows, and all of a sudden y'all want to stop, take pictures, and, and tell so your mom, your grandmother, your kids. All, all your dogs tell everybody about them. I'm like, okay, okay, baby. Oh my oh, god, these scarecrows been here all day. Mm-hmm. Like they love doing that. Mess. They they see any other culture out here doing something. All of a sudden, they they discovered it. They just freaking Christopher. They they, they just they be doing the most. I mean. <laughs> Loki in y'all DNA. I'm sorry. That might sound really racist, but everybody's a little racist. It just depends on how you act on it. But, like... Because black folks, y'all be racist too. Be hella racist, niggas. (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Y'all racist against y'all own people. All that dark skin. That 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 is another topic of the whole podcast. Cause we who who who, who don't give me stories? Who don't give me stories? Just as black as you are, man. So yes, and then he's swearing that that, that white people just love them and stuff, and they they, they so much better because they skin like right. white, bro. If the cop if the cops show up, you go to right. with me. <laughs> We both, we, we, we both make it. They still, yeah, that's all they gonna see is Twitter. That's all they gonna <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, that reminds me. Have you seen that video going around Facebook of the um, black girl who swears she white? She swear up and down she's white. Oh, yes. I'm like, how? I'm like, are you doing this for attention? Is there something wrong? I just, I don't understand. I like, I understand liking, like, white culture, whatever that may be. Whatever that may But be. clearly, girl, look at your arms. Look in the mirror. You are black. You are not white. No matter how you feel, you are black. Thank you. Bruh. Like, honestly, the part where she said that her hair grows naturally straight. <laughs> when you can, when, 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 when you can tell that, that 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 this bitch has used many a flat iron on that damn head, I'm like, girl, you a lie. She knows you a lie. Your your head nappy just like right. I just want somebody to come by and flick some water on her hair. Why that thing go? <laughs> Man, that'd be the funniest thing. Man, just have a cup of water. Somebody come up behind it like flick right on her hair. Bet them get back mm-hmm. up. She, she can hair. Man, them tight curls too. Bet. <laughs> Shoot. I know my hair is tight, but when it get pressed, it be looking real nice. But best believe, after a couple weeks, it's going straight back to them curls. Ain't no DNA. Mm-hmm. You cannot fight DNA. You cannot. <laughs> yes. Like, bro, it's, it, it, it's honestly so ridiculous now. That, and I... I don't want to blame anybody. Like I, I, I don't want to put blame on anybody. But I will say that because you know, because things are more accepted within our generation, some people are kind of taking advantage right. of it. Because like there, 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 there is that one story going around right now where that I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but there's this guy that wants to legally change his age. No. So, so, 
so that he can get more, 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 uh, more dates on Tinder. I'm like, bro, you can just lie. You you can just lie like 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 almost every other old man on Tinder. Just lie about right. your age. Like, why do you want to legally change your age? Like, you can't do that. But, <laughs> but you know, his his excuses. If you can say that you know you're a, a different gender or you're black when you're clearly white, like uh, that one lady. And just and just do all this other crazy stuff. He's like, well, if y'all can do that, then I should be able to change my age. And it's like, on on, on, on one hand, it's like, on one hand, it's like, no, sir, you shouldn't. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, I mean, if some people are getting away with some things that are well, are extremely ridiculous, like I'm pretty sure you you've seen that video of that one dude. And, and honestly, um. That episode of, of of that particular show came out before even all this, you know, acceptance happened. Where he's like, he says that he is a wolf or some mess <laughs> like that, and 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 and, and like in, in, in his soul, he he's a wolf. And I'm like, uh, okay, so I don't know, bro. It's, it's a mess. It's like such a gray area, you know. Humans are so jacked up. It's just ridiculous. It's like. Oh well, if she can be, you know, I don't know, pansexual. I can be a wolf. No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works, oh. and, and that's what I'm saying. We need, we need, like, we need a balance. Because right, right now, I feel like we're in like this weird renaissance age of just acceptance. So we, we. We we we're doing good, but we just need to find a balance to it before it before it just gets right. out of hand. You know, before it just goes to chaos and everybody's like, "I don't have to pay taxes." You're tax shaming me. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't tax shame me. Don't tax shame me. No. <laughs> That's what keeps the country running. Run that taxi. I can't. People won't run with that mess too. And it's like they probably will. Wow, that that's low key how I felt once everybody started coming out with all these other sexual uh, orientations. Like I'm like, yeah, sure, do it. But to me, it just seems like y'all just doing the most. Like they much. It's too. Much, yeah. Like honestly, me, me and Jessica had a conversation about that. Like after this one Halloween party we went to this this year, like she was just talking about how, like you know, you 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 want people to accept you as certain things and call you these certain things, but sometimes it just kind of doesn't make sense. And it's like it's it's almost like I don't want to sound like you know the old folks, but it kind of sounds like you just you know you're just a little. A little uh, weenie going around, just, you know, just just, just want to be accepted, just because you're you're gonna get mad right. if people don't call you what you want to be called or do 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 whatever you want them to do, just because you want it to be done. That's not how things work. Like you you don't rule the world any more than anybody else. So just I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we do need to like, you know, rein it in a little bit because we might get. Too liberal, honestly, it might get a little too liberal. Ooh, so you know, like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm for conservatives, but you know, I still want to keep some semblance of, you know, civilization. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, some some stuff, you know, it can be changed. Well, it it, it can be it can um, be adapted. It should be uh, updated. Yeah, uh, adapted. Updated, updated, adapted, you know, because times do change. People do change. Yes, but yeah, but one one. When you start saying that there are like five genders right. or something like that, that's that's when that's when I go. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Like maybe it's just because I don't identify with any of those other people. But I don't identify with lesbians, but I understand lesbians. <laughs> but I understand mm-hmm. people who are. I don't even know what the other terms are. There are way too many of them now. Yeah, I, I know. I, I can't keep up with all things either. It's just like I low key feel like that's the generation after us, though. Like the people who do that aren't really millennials. They're like, mm-hmm. what is the next generation after us? What the, is that the Gen X? Is that they I don't know what the heck them little kids. Gen Z, something. Yeah, the um, people who listen to little pump and all them. That's that's. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, wait, shoot! I, I'm like, that's not my generation. I feel like is. Everyone's were like doing all this, but I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like, you know, what is the interrelationist? Is that what it's called? I don't know what the heck it is. I don't know, man. But Jasmine, I, I, I will say one what? thing. You what? Know, um, <laughs> um, kind of, kind of, kind of going back to how you say, you know, stuff changes really fast. Like th- things that things are different even ten years ago, or whatever. Like. I, I feel like some of the some of the acceptance stuff has just kind of become such of the norm these days that it kind of did like adapt our mind and kind of make make us think you know about how things in the past were kind of out of line because I was on Facebook the other day and um, Nickelodeon has their little page or whatever what what they post like clips from old cartoons and you know their TV shows or whatever and it was the scene from all that I think yeah. Yeah, it, it 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 was all that, and it was this little skit with um with, with Keenan Thompson, and he was like playing some foreign kid that that was like new to the class or whatever, and he was like some you know some old stereotypical, some some old stereotypical like Asian uh, Indian guy that, that, that talking like you know that you know you know that whole thank you come again accent type situation. To my guest, thank you come again. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm just watching this and it's like, there was actually a time where we're doing that, you know, you can get away with it, and it was just comedy. I'm like, did, did, like that, 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 that episode would have got all that right. shit down immediately <laughs> these days. Like, oh, no, we're not doing this. Backlash at Nickelodeon if they try to miss the day. Oh, man. <laughs> But back then, they they had a lot of stuff like that. Kind of like um. Also, you remember uh from uh the the Amanda show where, where uh, they did that little skit where they would have that have that video shop and people would come in and they always had like the wrong video or something that they gave them. They're like like no, this video much better. It's so hard to create content nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Which is 
which is why these days, if you want to do comedy like that, you have to be on like right? YouTube. That's the only way. Uh, not take <laughs> like <laughs> studios or companies because they will be like, uh uh-uh. uh, no, no. Mm-mm. Shut that down real Shut that quick. Down. <laughs> oh my god, that is. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that's so true. Oh my god. <sighs> but you got a point though, because you know, even the generation before that, you know, like Looney Tunes and all that, that stuff was super violent. They would have guns and like axes and stuff. Characters would die in these episodes. You know? Okay. It's like Elmer Fudd pulls out a gun and shoots. Bugs Bunny multiple times in the it's face. What in his face? Like you can't do with that and now. I'm like, excuse me. Oh, you cannot. You can't be whacking niggas upside the head with baseball bats and knocking their eyeballs out their head. You can't do that. Like, no, of course. But like that, Looney Tunes was geared to children. You know. Yes. Like, whoa. Whoa. My God. Yeah, man. Shoot. <laughs> I feel like... Things be changing. <laughs> we still ranting. We still ranting about, you know, generational changes. So that's still good. Yeah. Y'all know what is. Shoot. That's funny. Wow. <laughs> I would, I would also like to rant. Wait, were you going to say something now? Oh, I was going to say that we might have to wrap this one up kind of soon because I'm... I'm, I'm I'm at like the last five minutes of, of, of recording time that, that they allowed me to have for long distance calls. Hey. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Fine. we might have to have like a, a whole part two some other time yeah. about this because it's just so much to talk about. I don't know, but it's a lot to talk about. I was just gonna rant about how we finally got a Native American, two Native American women in Congress. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Congrats to them. I'm happy about because that. Because America's the only place that you will go and not see the actual people who live there. You go to China, you see Chinese. Go to Japan, France, you see French and Japanese people. You come to America, you see a bunch of white people. We're Native Americans. Mm-hmm. This is their land. God dang it. But yeah. that's the short version of my That's the short version of my rant on that because that mess gets on my nerves, too. Yeah, like honestly, when when I saw that, like at first I was like, "Oh, that's nice, that's great," but then, like I said and thought about, it, I was like, "But they're Native Americans, they're the ones so, who like, should be running the country in the first place." Exactly. Like, why are we sitting here celebrating and happy about this when, like, we kind of well, we 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 didn't do shit, but you know, certain people, certain certain ethnicities in 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 this country came through and took their land in the first place. So it's like. Okay, uh, this is great and all, but they should have been had this right like a long time ago. Right. Like they shouldn't have to wait like two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, how, however long it's been since since they got you know kicked out of their own right. to to be able to come back and do. It's no sense. I've never come across a Native American in America ever in real life. Never. I've never met never. a Native American. I've only ever seen them on TV and yeah, only ever. <sighs> makes no sense. That's just legit genocide. That's, that's so sad. Been genocided. <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. You think they would have reproduced enough to, you know, repopulate the nation? No. They're still a mm-hmm. minority. 
Yeah, like so, so, so many of them got kicked out. It's just sad, which is why I, I always think that Andrew Jackson is was one of the worst presidents that has ever existed because he he is the one that had the trail of tears <laughs> and literally just kicking millions of people out. They joined. It's like, um, I don't care what y'all get right. out. Like right, right makes no sense. Makes no sense. So screw Andrew Jackson, and he can go to hell if he's not already there. <laughs> Shoot. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, let's let's wrap up then. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, I guess we have to wrap this mess up because we've been sitting here talking for yeah. And unfortunately, anger only lets us record for a certain amount of time. And also, it's like almost two o'clock in the morning for me. <laughs> one- <laughs> yeah. But we have fun on this one. It's always nice in these podcasts. I like you go from one topic to another. <laughs> especially like the second half of this it was like once we started talking about financial America that's when I felt like I I was in it I was in it exactly same here I was like oh shoot it's about to be on it's about to be on and popping right now because you 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 you, you ain't said nothing about the word when we we start talking about them damn paychecks I I can go off about that all day you might as well just cut the first half of this (laughs) honestly I mean keep it if people want to listen to it, but really, the juice really starts like halfway in. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh Shoot. my god! But yeah, this was fun. Oh my god, I love doing these. I love- yeah. <laughs> well, now since I finally have two recorded, because it's been like two weeks since I really had a podcast even recorded, because I was just so busy mm-hmm. trying to do all this other stuff and whatnot, oh, yeah. and just you know, a lot been on my mind. Uh-huh. But now I got time, so I got I got one with you, got one with um KJ, and the next one I was thinking um almost as soon as this one started that the next one I, I want to be with Jessica talking about why he I need that to happen. Oh, <laughs> That's Lord. <what> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so excited for that. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, well, well, all right, y'all. It's been real. Um, Jasmine, let them know where they, where they can find you, just in case they want to follow you and see your artwork out and get commissions. Yeah, stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all know again. My my um handle on Facebook, to IG, and all that is Animators Gallery. That's Animators with a Z Gallery. And you can find me mainly on Instagram, but I also have a Facebook page. And that's basically what I've been keeping up lately is my Instagram. But Instagram you know, is like my website and stuff. Animatorsgallery.com is also a thing. So check that out if you want some animations or book illustrations and stuff. I'm your girl. Hit me up. Black Business. Black Business.